0: I just slipped through an exam, and you're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. And right now we are on the line with Matt Hunter. Matt, how's it going? Good, I'm good, thank you. Nice, everything going good up in the big smoke up there? Yeah, just
1: chaotically trying to release this music and think about the future all happening at the same time. But no, it's good, it's good.
0: Ooh, very, very heavy things they always consider.
1: Yeah, yeah, just so much admin on the, you know the back end of releasing music that you kind of forget about when you're swept up and making it but Mm. now it's going good.
0: Well awesome to hear that Um, because of course we are here to talk about music but more specifically the new project that you are working on uh, alongside one of your friends uh, Dylan uh, Manuka Recordings. Yeah. yeah. And so I want to know especially uh, before we jump into everything for the people at home that aren't in the loop with this what is Manuka Recordings?
1: Um. Anuka Recordings is a new label that Dylan Dylan Cook and I, who he DJs on Dylan Biscuit, but him and I have started it, trying to I guess just put out music here that has a live feeling to it and bringing in some more like I guess wider arrangements and more instruments and sections into yeah into certain genres and sounds. i trying to work with people to yeah. you know facilitate a platform for. This kind of music to be made when maybe people don't already have the connections to producers or musicians as such,
0: yeah. So, of creating like this um, backbone into the music scene through your yeah, process, of yeah.
1: A label. Try, trying to form a little bit of a creative hub for people around us as well and let the creation happen freely,
0: yeah. Because, my one thing is, is like, how long have you guys been working on this and like developing? all the, like the logos, everything, like the whole entire platform and what you're trying to create, like how long has this been like in the back of your head, like kind of tinkering around up there?
1: Well, it's kind of a, a bit of a bizarre process or, you know, like it was very split up into different time frames cuz the first song that we have just released, um, some of the keto or your love, I made that with summer about 2 years ago and well oh. 2020, I think the summer of 2020. Um, and because I was working with summer and we got talking and at work and made a connection over music like that and yeah. then just came together and made that song really quickly. And it wasn't until after we'd made that song and maybe one other that will come out at some time in the future that I started thinking about it and had a conversation with Dylan and we were both kind of on the same page about wanting to do something and create an avenue for... You know, releasing the music that we make and our friends' music, and yeah, I guess just yeah, it was
0: just one of those yeah. things. Trying to get like that kind of well, I'm going to keep on reiterating that backbone kind of sort, that groundwork, and making yeah, sure that yeah, yeah. All- but
1: it didn't really all like in terms of time frame. It didn't really come clear until we recorded the second song and started getting more serious about it, and then all the artwork and all that. Um, I guess it just, like, happened quite slowly over maybe the last six months Mm. of a design. But all of that's been, like, difficult, I guess, because, again, like, just not really, like, giving much thought about it when we're, like, in the creative process and then kind of realizing, like, oh, we need to get all these things in line. But Mm. it all kind of happened naturally. And, yeah, I mean, we only made, like, the single cover maybe weeks ago. Oh, wow. In the photo shoot, because, yeah, we uploaded it, and I was
0: there like, oh, man, what are we missing? I was like, oh, man, a digital single cover.
1: (laughs) But luckily, we have heaps of really um, amazing friends that help make that happen as well.
0: Yeah, because even then, you're quite in the loop, especially up there in Tamaki, uh, especially in the music scene. Uh, Specifically, one of the more notable names that you work quite frequently with is Julian Dine. Uh, and one thing I want to know is like especially being in this scene and like also having all these other connections outside of music like you said photographers and other creatives uh, what was the hardest part and like the biggest learning experience when developing this label for you guys
1: oh that's, that's a that's a good question um that's the difficult part of it I think the most challenging part of it And I don't think that this is really specifically um, based to our label. I think it's more of a general thing when you're working as a musician or a creative. But doing something like this, especially at the start, it's quite um, a challenge to, like, orchestrate and coordinate with people to be in certain places, especially, like, now, because everyone's just got so much on now that, I guess, things have opened up a lot more. And it's kind of navigating those things where... Like, being mindful that people do have a lot on in their lives, but also trying to, I guess, like, make make stuff happen.
0: Mm. Well, yeah, just trying to, like, yeah, navigate everyone's schedules, because now, like, everyone's moving around still. Like, we had, like, two years where we're still all central to one another. Now, disappearing overseas, or it's, like, people coming up the city, going down to different cities for a weekend, and it's, like, organizing all their schedules, like you said. So much admin on that side.
1: That's quite interesting, the, like, dynamic of, like the period of time that we we're in when we were locked down we had all this time but no ability to connect now we have a big ability to connect but so many things are happening it's yeah it's great either way so yes yeah, just a little bit of a hurdle and but it all comes together at the end of the day
0: yeah and so especially with this like you mentioned wanting to be like this kind of community kind of label and stuff and i want to know like what is your approach to kind of stand out now as a label different to, like, some of the more commercial ones and, like, kind of facilitating that kind of space, especially for creatives and, like, opening up that collaborative aspect to it all?
1: I think, um, I think a big part of it is uh, contextualization of the people involved, I think. So far, everything that we've done has been really... Formed out of connections that we already have and so I live with a couple other um, musicians in my house and have a studio mm. set up here which I'm trying to produce most of this music out of but the way that things have recently been unfolding is that people come around and cook dinner for them or have drinks or just hang out here and yeah. taking those opportunities to be like oh do you want to you know, do something do you want to come down do like a bass line on the song or you know sitting around at home singing songs and having a laugh and I'm like oh that actually that sounds good should we re- record something or you know I think that kind of approach is quite nice because it it does kind of exude this feeling that or at least hopefully in the music that you can hear that we all are friends and all play music together and mm-hmm. and then considering like a lot of us play in each other's bands as well um, helps with the kind of musical um, comfort with one another so hopefully that translates into something that, yeah, I don't know really how to describe it, but yeah. quite like the emotion in the music. and then also like phonically trying to make, I guess, make stuff that is accessible, but in, in like a pop or mainstream or radio play sense, but then add the layer of like, I guess, like dirt to it or like mm. heaviness to it or something just to like dirty up the sound a little bit so it's kind of halfway
0: there of like yeah yeah and so like have that like kind of gritty or like even distortion added to it to make it like stand out inside those like kind of spaces that are more contemporary or more no, I wouldn't say yeah. polished, but yeah I'm, I get what you're guess saying with like
1: that. sorry you go sorry, oh
0: well I was just going to continue on that there was also like a bit of spontaneity especially regarding this that creates that kind of enigma of your sound especially with this label
1: yeah, definitely. I think I'm, at least my role in it of being the producer for some of these songs and, and more specifically this first single that's come out and the stuff that we're working on right now is, I like the, the idea of, I guess, how things were recorded before the kind of, yeah, I guess like digital age and I can only know that through watching it and like reading mm-hmm. about it, but the idea that you're live taking stuff and so I don't necessarily have a room set up to live record all the instruments at once, but I like to kind of set some kind of, like I guess, not rules, but just encourage people to record full takes on a song. You know, if, if you're going to do it, we're going to do the whole guitar thing and it's kind of all right if you make mistakes or you don't play something right. But it kind of, yeah, hopefully like get some of that live spontaneity, as you said, back into it. Mm. Um But yeah, I'm not sure, I'm sure other people do that, but I just think a lot of commercial music at the moment is very, um, kind of locked into the, to the grid in terms of production. Yeah.
0: It's very sterilized now. But even then, talking about this new single, Summer V, it's like, what was your, like, your first experience meeting Summer and, like of course you're very like we've expressed this now over this interview that you're quite collaborative in your process but like from the moment where you first meeting you're talking to her it's just like right, cool like that you knew that you both kind of wanted that same direction of the sound that you're trying to create with this
1: with Summer it was quite funny because I was working on a film uh, on a TV show actually and so I was working in the crew just Kind of based around the like camera department, and she was in the location side of things. And quite often, I'd like pull up to work, and she'd be there doing her thing, making sure the location was all good. And I'd pull yeah. up in my car at four am or whatever, unruly hour it was. And I just to wake myself up, I'd always listen to stuff like Luther Vandross or like um, Evelyn Champagne King, or mm-hmm. all these amazing classics. Um, and I, you know, I'd, I'd talk to her and say hi, and she'd always. Like, like oh this tune's like really good really good and a little while after that we got talking about it I think one lunchtime about music in general yeah. and I didn't even realize till we had that conversation that she was a singer and I ended up hearing one of like I guess she got one demo on YouTube I think I listened to that mm. um and I was just like oh wow like amazing and we just got talking more and more about what we wanted to do with music and talking about the kind of sounds that we both really like and then yeah I was I just just said to her, Do you want to just make a tune? Come around one um, afternoon in the weekend and we'll try and make something and see what happens. And then, yeah, but she's amazing. She laid down that vocal of like maybe in half an hour or something. Oh, but wow. The vocal of this song. Like just such a sensational singer. I can't give her enough praise.
0: Damn. That is one of those ones that I hear that's like a sneeze. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That also brought back a lot of memories from when you were down here working on the movie and all I was in locations, but even then... <laughs> that's terrible. But
1: yeah, it's, it's quite interesting, all the people you meet.
0: I know. Yeah. But even then, we'll let you go. Um, we'll let the people here, especially now that we've discussed also this single, because this is a really amazing single, especially like that nice soul, and I actually let the people here at home. Listen to it, and thank you very much for taking your time out of your day to be able to talk to us about Manuka Recordings. It's launching on the 2nd of September... Is there anything big going on for you guys then that I can plug for you? Um,
1: <clears throat> I'd say just yeah. So we got that pre-order out now on the, both songs. So the B-side like Judas releases on September second, and we have a 10-inch vinyl with the two songs um, available for pre-order now. I'd say getting quick because I think there's maybe 13 left. Damn. Um, for online sales, but yeah, those will be shipped out from September second, and um, yeah, hopefully more stuff in the future, but. Yeah, got to figure
0: it out. It's down the pipeline. It's down the pipeline.
1: Thank you so much, though. It's been great.
0: No problem. Well, we'll catch you later. Hopefully sometime that you're down here again. Who knows when? But, yeah. I'm love-
1: keen. Yeah, yeah, I'll try to line it up.
0: Easy. Well, we'll chat sometime in the future. But, yeah. Thank you very much, Matt, for taking the time out of your day once again. And Kakite. Kakite, Thank you. No problem. And yeah, right now we're going to jump on into the Summer V track, Key to All Your Love, right here on Toyoi Tere- Kotahi the one that was a radio 191 Fm podcast but find more at r1.co.nz.